Hello, everyone. My name is Patrick Fulblog, your host, and welcome to Insights Tomorrow, brought to you by Microsoft. Let's deep dive with leaders and innovators in the data space. We're going to explore the challenges, the opportunities that organizations face in their data journeys. In each episode, we will invite some data leaders, experts, and some practitioners who share their unique perspectives on how data transformation is changing their business. Let's explore this data journey together and what it means to you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Insights Tomorrow. I'm your host, Patrick LeBlanc, and today we're going to be talking about AI and business intelligence in healthcare. Today, we have with us Jessica Newfell. Jessica, before we get started, do you mind telling people who you are and what you do? Sure. Thanks, Patrick, for having me on the show. I'm Jessica Newfeld. I'm the Chief Operating Officer of Ignite, a digital healthcare company. Nice, nice. And when I first saw the name, I was like, ah, it's a nice play on the on the E there. I like that. I like that. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah. I like that. So business intelligence. I've been working and doing business intelligence. My kids laugh when I say this. since the 1900s. I've been doing okay. BI a long time. How did you get into that area? How did you, you know, data? How did you get into the arena of data? I started my career in technology and I moved into healthcare and technology about five years ago. It's been a really fascinating career path because in healthcare, there's such a huge opportunity to be using healthcare and specifically healthcare data more effectively in order to help physicians and other providers do what they do best, which is provide bedside care. So it's been a lot of fun. There's a ton of opportunity here. One fun fact that I learned is that healthcare is less digitized than mining. So when you think about the opportunity across the board to be able to using these types of technologies and data, it's really tremendous. Yeah. So can you give us like an overview of how not only business intelligence, but this new world of AI is currently being utilized in the healthcare industry? I can. So it's not yet widely adopted for sure. There are a lot of opportunities to be using data more effectively. When you think about when you go into a hospital, one of the first things that a nurse or physician starts doing is they are documenting the encounter that they have with you. So there is a ton of data behind the scenes, but there's just not yet the technologies to be able to sift through that data, use that data to provide proactive health care. So really getting ahead of diseases, getting ahead of symptoms so that you're receiving the right care at the right time. And that's what we're all about here at Ignite is helping to connect those dots between providers and their patients. So would you say that the lack of technologies would be one of the biggest challenges that you all are facing in healthcare today when it comes to AI and business intelligence? Sure. I mean, when you think about the average hospital, what they're great at is delivering care to people who need it. What they don't have are huge teams of software engineers, product managers, and other people who are specialized in digital technologies to help build that local hospital tools to help them be better. And what that presents is this big opportunity for companies like ours to create platforms that more of these hospitals can leverage versus a kind of build-it-themselves approach. 
Yeah. So how do you, if it was up, up to you, you know, how, how would you envision artificial intelligence being used to improve patient care and, and treatment from your company's perspective? Yeah, part of our vision is that every hospital in America would be using Ignite's technologies. Our flagship platform, CardioCare, helps yeah. cardiovascular providers connect the dots between patients who need specialist care and get those patients in to be evaluated to have a conversation about what options there are for them. What we see across the board is that only 50% of people who meet the guidelines to be treated are receiving treatment at one year. And a lot of these cardiovascular diseases are really deadly. So you can think about those could be you know, your grandparents, your loved ones who are walking around who have untreated significant cardiovascular disease, but there's not the same urgency behind those diseases at times. And what we see are there there are literally millions of people walking around America today with untreated disease. And here at Ignite, we're all about getting them in to talk to those specialists. And if they want to pursue treatment, enabling that for them. Yeah. And so when I think about it, I mean, I, I've been doing it a long time. And one of the things when when I started doing business intelligence, not not really AI, where I'm, I'm just really getting into AI, is one of the things that mm -hmm. a lot of the companies I talk to, they're looking for a way, you know, how can AI help when we think about cost reduction and resource allocation? And so how would you say that AI is helping you all with that type of thing or could help with that type of thing? So we use AI in a couple ways today to help solve those problems. So one is that we use natural language processing to create structured data out of unstructured data. And there's a lot of unstructured data in healthcare where a physician will describe what they see on a diagnostic test. And what we can do is we can read the text and we can help structure those findings to be able to highlight those patients for secondary review. The other way that we can help is we have a lot of data, so we're able to predict how patients may be progressing through their disease. There's a number of diseases where you might have moderate disease now, but in the future it will become severe, but not all patients progress at the same rate. So what we can do is we can look at other patients like you and we can help physicians prioritize which patients to bring in first, acknowledging that some patients will progress faster than others. And we want to make sure that as soon as you progress to severe disease, that you're seeing the right specialist and you're having the conversations about the therapies that are available to you. So instead of reacting, being a little more proactive, right? Exactly. It, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, I get it. I get it. I worked for a, a neonative unit many, many years ago, and we developed out some analytics for these little tiny little babies. And uh, it was, oh, it was, and we were just trying to become more proactive, just looking at past data. That's what we we're trying to do. So that just kind of hit home right there. This just kind of hit home. And so, and one of the things I think about when working with them was data security and patient, patient privacy, right? It, these are critical, critical concerns in healthcare. I remember, you know, designing out this model and it was like, oh, we can't show this. We can't show this. We've got to obfuscate this. You know, we got to hide these things. How could AI and business intelligence help address these concerns effectively? Well, when it comes to data privacy, that's a top priority for our company. We are high trust certified, which is an industry standard that qualifies how you are protecting health data. And that's something that we invest a lot of time and resources, and we've done extremely well in every audit that we've conducted. So 
that's an important part of how we keep information protected. Gotcha. And so do you have any special ways or techniques that you capture this data so that it can drive meaningful insights? Yes. So we provide this data in a very curated, highly actionable fashion back to our healthcare customers. So you can imagine that if you're a nurse uh, using cardio care at one of our 50 plus heart programs across the country in over 400 hospitals, that they will pull up a screen that scans over 150,000 patients who are currently in their health system and will provide a short list of the 20 patients who check the most boxes to be at high risk for having poor outcomes, high risk for being lost to follow up. They're essentially the patients that most need their attention today. And in a busy healthcare environment, that is critical because if you provide a list of patients, you know, you've got 10,000 heart failure patients, it's tough to know where to start. But what we can do through our approach here at Ignite is that we can provide that really curated short list to be able to start tackling the opportunity in very manageable efforts. Interesting. And so once you collected all this data, there's obviously KPIs that you have to come up with. There's some more important than the others. One that just kind of broke my heart when I worked for this neonatal unit was like this mortality rate. Oh, yeah. the mortality rate was. And so are there are there any, what are some of the key KPIs that you all track to help optimize your business intelligence and maybe even AI? Yeah, so something that is important to our customers is time to evaluation and time to treatment. So part of where we use AI is that we have a very good measure of when the significant disease was initially diagnosed. And then we've got very good measures to be able to tell how much time has passed and whether or not that patient has seen a specialist and whether or not that patient has been treated. What we know with a lot of the diseases that we support here through cardio care is that left untreated, they can have worse outcomes than metastatic cancer. So, and as each week progresses, patients' outcomes get worse and worse if they're symptomatic and remain untreated. So the clock really is ticking, and that's something that we keep a close eye on with our partners, and we aim to help them improve their time to treatment and time to evaluation measure KPIs as they partner with us. So what are some of the challenges and limitations that you all have faced when implementing AI and business intelligence in your solutions for healthcare from both a technical and an organizational perspective? When we implement with health systems, there's always a moment of skepticism. Physicians, nurses, PAs, they're smart and they want to understand how exactly does this work behind the scenes. <laughs> so we welcome the skepticism. We share it as well as engineers and data scientists. So it takes a while for our partners to take a look at the types of patients that we're flagging and say, yep, they were right. This is the type of patient that we would want to make sure that we see in clinic. So that healthy skepticism is quite common. Uh, it can definitely be <laughs> overcome, but it's to be expected. And sometimes it, it takes time and experience. Yeah. So you'd say that the, the people aspect. So I've been doing this forever. I'm a doctor. I diagnose. Mm -hmm. I make these, you know, I make these decisions. I see these patients. I make these recommendations. Now you're telling me that we're going to use some technology. 
you know, to assist me, to compliment me, right? Yes. Not to replace me, but just purely to compliment, you know, the things that I'm doing. Yeah, I think that's the hard part. That is even with any technology, you know, that we encounter yeah. that as technologists and engineers, we're introducing this thing. We're like, look, it's not to replace you. It's just to help you, assist you make better decisions or more formed decisions. So yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah. So if I'm a smaller healthcare provider, though, a smaller facility with limited resources, can I or how can I leverage these techniques, these tools, you know, like business intelligence and AI to enhance my services? So I think we're in an era where there are solutions out there, Ignite's cardio care platform being one of them, where it's really democratizing access to these types of technologies. It's not like you need to be the Mayo Clinic with your own set of you know, millions of patient records and your own team of data engineers to be able to develop your, it yourself. We have many hospital partners that are those smaller programs that you're discussing, and they're getting access to the same cutting edge technology as our leading academic partner programs. So it doesn't matter. The size of the organization doesn't matter. That's what you're saying. The size of the organization doesn't matter. And what's wonderful about having this mix of programs is that we have a really well-distributed database. We have all sorts of patients represented in the data. And as the data set grows, it's you know, more and more likely that patients like you will be picked up by our algorithms and it becomes more and more powerful, ensuring that patients are flagged correctly and they're receiving the right care at the right time. Yeah. And so if you've ever been to the doctor, Right. Or mm -hmm. any, any type of medical facility, you've probably encountered HIPAA. HIPAA's everywhere. Yes. Right. That's probably yeah. everybody knows about HIPAA. So are there in addition to HIPAA, right, are there any other regulatory or compliance considerations that healthcare organizations need to navigate when adopting business intelligence and AI? Yes, there's a lot of regulation in this industry. <laughs> I think it's all there for a good reason. Yeah. So if any organization is looking to get into this space, I recommend that they get a strong compliance and legal partner to make sure that yeah. they're navigating the waters in the way that they need to. Uh, it's serious what we do. We're working with yeah. uh, protected health information, and these are people's lives and, and their healthcare data. So you want to make sure that you're doing everything above board. Yeah. So what are some of the notable examples of a successful AI or business implementation in your organization, right? Um, or mm -hmm. with the health organization that you've implemented in particular? Yeah, we've had lots of success stories. On average, a program that implements our software, they're able to increase their referral and treatment rate by 30%, wow. uh, which is a big improvement. Yeah. We've we're working now with a large uh, system in the Northeast, and they have just really at the first number of months of using our platform, they've been able to treat almost 40 patients that they wow. wouldn't have otherwise treated had they not been flagged by our software. So that's really why I get out of bed in the morning and do this job. I, I think igniters across the board share that. Uh, these are real people who have, for whatever reason, been lost in these vast healthcare systems. But by being flagged, being flagged by our technology, they've been able to access care that they wouldn't have otherwise had access to. Wow, igniters! I like that igniters. Yes, right. igniters. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. I thought I heard you say that. I was like, did she say igniters? Yeah, I like it. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> so. 
What are some emerging trends and future possibilities for AI and business intelligence in healthcare that you are most excited about? You, Jessica. Yes. <laughs> well, I think I'd be remiss if I didn't put large language models near the top yeah. of the list. Yeah, yeah. It's really been a revolution over the past, I'd say, 12 to 18 months as these technologies have become more widely available. I think where... The rubber hits the road is really narrowing down on the specific application where these large language models are going to solve problems in healthcare. So there's a lot of information that lives in the physician's notes, as an example, where they'll have structured codes where maybe they describe you, Patrick, as a patient, but then they'll have a narrative where they'll say, Patrick's not feeling well. He used to be able to run 10 miles. Now he can only run five miles, that type of thing. And there's maybe maybe that's a salient example for you, maybe not. <laughs> but those types of details are really important when understanding the context of the patient. And I think that what we're going to be seeing over the next couple of years that will be really exciting is more examples of companies like Ignite that are able to apply those types of technologies to help make a difference in healthcare. Yeah, so I've never been able to run 10 miles, Jessica. Never. Okay. They would never put that in their notes on it. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Maybe two or three, 10. Ooh, that's a stretch. Okay. Right. that. <laughs> so, so how can healthcare professionals and leaders stay updated and informed about all the latest developments in AI and BI in healthcare? Well, in addition to listening to this podcast, yeah, I'd recommend yeah. that they check out ignitehealth.com and we can also be found at X at Ignite. We post regular updates on what we're seeing in terms of the data landscape, trends in healthcare uh, through our channels. Uh, there's also a number of great conferences that I've attended. Health is an interesting one um, on the structural heart side. We're seeing more and more of these types of topics come up at ACC, the American College of Cardiology, TCT. So that's another great place to keep a pulse on things. Wow. Wow. Amazing. Amazing. I, every time I do one of these, I learn so much about so many different things. Jessica, thank you so much for taking your time to come and hang out with me and talk with us about AI and business intelligence and healthcare. Thank you all out there who took your time out of your day to listen. And hopefully you'll come back to listen to not only this episode, but many future episodes of Insights Tomorrow. Have a great evening. Thank you, Jessica. Thank you very much, Patrick. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Insights Tomorrow. Be sure to catch us next time as we continue the journey to uncover the challenges and the possibilities that organizations face every day. You can find more about the show and catch future episodes at insightstomorrow.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.